You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. From Chicago, this is the Chavrusa. I'm Avram Kivalevich. And I'm Kalman Warch. Kalman, you know, uh, we, with this other Aleph, this winter, this COVID, everybody is looking forward, I think, for real exciting regesh during this other Shani and this Purim coming. I, I, I sense it in the air. I don't know if you're sensing it where you are, but I think, you know, we know last year it was still the the vaccines were still unclear. If you were getting it, could you get it? Were you Zoha? Um, obviously, 2020 was the was the Purim that probably was the super spreader. I, I get a sense that this year um, Purim is going to mean a lot for people. Um, I don't know if there's going to be warnings about limiting the amount of people that you invite or that you interact with. But something tells me that we're due for a major, major explosion of Simcha. What's your sense? Yeah, I I agree with you that uh, I think humanity as a whole has suffered terribly over the last two years, probably more than from any of the medical issues, but from the... uh, the mental health and just the way humanity has been dragged into a place of fear and sadness and depression and all of that. And the, the Kali Yisrael, the Jewish people have not been um, protected from that. We haven't been sheltered from that. So we've been experiencing that. And in a way, the um, experience that we've had may be different than the way uh, other people have it, just in the terms of the kinds of things in our lives, such as not being able to go to shul for a while and all of that. These were these were major things that uh, impacted our sense of who we are, what we are, what we're about, and the motivation, which is the inspiration of life itself. But I think it suffered a lot. And I do think you're right. I think that the fact that um, without getting into the politics or the medicine of it, COVID's basically um, over, in the sense that people are looking to um, what what does life look like now that these restrictions are gone, even if they're not gone everywhere. Uh, I do think that people are at least going to want to, even if they don't, don't necessarily know how, maybe that's what right. we can figure out. Yeah. But I think they're going to want to get something extra this year, something extra. And may, maybe that's that's what we have to look for, not just how can we how can we bring back Purim? I, I think this needs to go above and beyond. I think people need to figure out how to make this Purim a way to bounce back. Bounce back. But I think there's going to be people who are still, um, and maybe I should be as well, people who are going to uh, be affected by trepidation and fear. Because we know, let's be Mitzayer just for a second, in case every, anybody forgot. A, a big hall, music blaring. People dancing in a circle, hugging each other, people who aren't even friends with each other normally, running to a person, putting their arms around them, um, uh, you know, joining each other in some sort of uh, uh, you know, great dance. It could be that that might be uh, an image that COVID has deadened and, 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 and boxed away forever. Because I'm not. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I I, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's human nature either. Are, are you? I mean, 
the truth is it should never have happened. I mean, that, that is always my my position and it will remain so, that that the um, there was it was not a good choice to put the physical health above the mental health and that uh, they should never have created that fear. And that, so, no, but, but what but, I'm saying, Kalman, do you... But the reality is the reality. I get that. Um, I, I, I think there will be people like that. I think there will be always be people like that. I think there are people who for the rest of their lives are going to be wearing masks because, because like I said, this has made people sick in more ways than one. Uh, but But... I think even for those people, even for someone who is, who can't get out of it, they're stuck mentally and physically, they're stuck in that place. I think even for them, they've got to find a way to make Purim better, bigger. Something has to be more about this Purim that makes you, at least for the day, climb out of the darkness. Yeah, well, you know, but I think what you said before was very profound. Um, so check that because I, I actually gave you a compliment about something that you said. Um, even though the horror, you know this is being recorded, right? I can always edit it out, you know, that's as, as the editor. Um, but the point is, is that, okay, let's see, maybe this gives us a chance to reset our Purim sensibility. Um, so let's both of us agree that this that has been condemned and probably correctly by educators and rabbis throughout is that young people should not use this day as an excuse for drunken stupor uh, and to engage in activities that can endanger their lives. We definitely do not, neither of us in any way condone uh, giving hard liquor or even in any sort of intoxicants to young people that uh, can that it can actually impact them or lives in the, in ways that are terrible. Yeah, I, we we will probably disagree on the measure of that because uh, obviously the you know the sacramental purposes is sacramental purposes and and I do think that the the obligation of Purim you know, is that a person has to get drunk until the um and Baruch Mordechai. I mean, why did God create drunkenness for, okay. for Noach and for Purim, right? That's the, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's what we're supposed to do on the day. Um, should uh, someone who can't handle it, so someone who can't handle it shouldn't be doing it the right. same way someone who can't but, handle but, anything but, else should but, be doing but, it. But I, I definitely, whatever I have done in my uh, youth or I, whatever, whatever, I, I think on, on, on a public stance, it would be wrong for us to go out there and say, okay, let's, yeah, like let, let let us give uh, intoxicants to young people, uh, which is illegal, by the way. And we know we, we we know that shouldn't be done. Okay, now, however, you know as well as I do, Kalman, that there is a way. I think it's Rabbeinu Avigdor, I believe, who says the Chayiv Inish Lebesume is Li Absume, which yeah, is yeah, I'm not I, sitting no, no. here and hearing alternative Shatim Chayiv Inish. Is one of these exercises no, no. in my mind that has been extremely frustrating. Let me tell you why. Okay, Actually, you, you I, didn't give me a chance to tell you. I don't think it's the right shot. All I'm saying is, Rabbi Vigdor says there is a, a there is a great pleasure people can take in watching revelry, even though they themselves are not imbibing. There is there is something about being part of a group that's happy 
even though which is intoxicating itself. That's all I'm bringing a riot to. Yeah, I, listen, I hear you, but they're, they're, the world says over, you can be Mekayim by sleeping, you can be Mekayim by this, you can be Mekayim by that. What, what I, that's not how Torah works, and that's not how Halacha works. You've got the same people who are Machmer in every Halacha in the world, and they wouldn't eat, they wouldn't drink a cup of water outside the sukkah, but when it comes to this, ah, there's a pshat, there's a this, like, like that. There's a place for everything. And let's say someone who's sick, someone who's not going to be able to function, someone who can't do it. So go with those other things. You're not supposed to be drinking, you're not supposed to be drinking. But if you're just a regular person, why are you making excuses? Do the mitzvah. You're not doing it because it's convenient. Right. I, think this, I think we've argued I think we've argued about this before. I, I think that again, for um this is one of the things that, unfortunately, because of the excesses and of the terrible stories that you hear, which really come out with incredible frequency, I'm just going to move away from it. Let's agree to disagree about that in terms of degree. Let's talk about what the profound idea that you said. Let's look at Purim and let's put drinking on the side, as I said. Now, let's talk about what I think is one of ways that we can redo Purim. Now, this is based on uh, the Rambam in uh, Hilchis uh, Hanukkah Megillah, or it's actually Hilchis Megillah the Hanukkah. <laughs> um, just, we're, we're sort of influenced by the Shulchan Aruch here, but it's actually Hilchis, it's actually Hilchis Megillah the Hanukkah. So let's see what the Rambam says. The Rambam says, and this is a very famous Rambam, but it's worth hearing again. The Rambam says that um, after he describes what the Suda Spurim is, and as he says, a type of really lavishness that's important. Then the Rambam talks about Shlachmanis. And then he says, Definitely at least two, a matana. And the Rambam then says that Mutav Laodam Laharbais Mamatonas Levyonim, Milaharbais Besudosoi Ubishiluach Lereyov. Now, the language of the Rambam is not necessarily definitive when he says, you must. He says it's better, it's logically better. And the Rambam's opinion, of course, is based on his, as much as he was this, people feel he was a cold rationalist, he was an extremely feeling, which is not the case, a rationalist with extreme feeling for the less, uh, for the lesser. Often the Rambam will um, step out of the uh, page, so to speak, uh, and give us a speech about taking care of the impoverished right the people who don't have people who are who are who are less uh, entitled people who have less uh, who have less in their lives he talks about it many times the great simcha which is great and glorious right that's what it's about finding people connecting to people who are impoverished, as you said, people who are under the stress of financial insecurity, widows, converts who in those days 
saw themselves completely alone and cut off from any support. They are like God. Someone who can actually find and be mesameach them and bring them in together, they are godlike. As it says about God, So this Rambam has been mentioned and spoken about uh, by halachists as something that should bond the person, bind the person to spend more for matonas than for the suda and shlachmonis. Okay, the ideal is definitely clear. The problem is, of course, for let's say our North American person is, well, okay, um, we've gotten into this idea that a month before Purim, or maybe even longer, many uh, housewives and others are putting hours and hours of time and ingredients to create these little cute boxes of shlochmonis that you know, and let's say even let's say in your community in Skokie, in my community, Elizabeth, the average balabasta was probably create fifty or sixty of these boxes. Let's say, right? Both of us are sort of rabbinical figures. People come to the house, probably about fifty or more shlokmanos. Now, the amount of time and effort that goes into those and putting that in, right? And let's talk about let's say both of us. Oh, I need. We're going to have a nice Purim suda. And we're going to invite, besides the immediate family, we're going to invite some of the people that Rambam was were talking about, but not necessarily, or, or other other people who come to our shiurim, or other singles. Okay, we know that that's going to be a pretty heavy price. If you're going to have meat, if you're going to have a roast, if you're going to have uh, a brisket, or duck, or something. You're talking about, and you're going to have drinks and a, and a, a four spice. You're talking here about a cool amount of money. You're talking about quite a bit. I would say 50 or 60 shlochmones and a Purim Suda for 30 or 25. If that's what, let's say, let's, let's say that. I think you're definitely talking, especially in today, you're talking probably about close to $2,000. No. Yeah, I, I don't think it has to cost that much, but but I agree with you. But it's a large amount of money. Yeah, so let's say right, bringing in the tables, let's say chairs, whatever it is. Does that person give fifteen hundred or a thousand of of matonos levyonim? I would say not. Most people, not. most people would say, "Look, I'm giving fifty. I'm giving uh, maybe a hundred. But clearly, even and, and I'm I am talking about the average Ben Torah, Marbitz Torah, right? Right. We're not Makayim this Rambam. Now let's talk about Balabatin or, or, or even generally people, right? How many people really take this to heart other than looking at it as a beautiful idea? Let, let me explain there, it better. There are, there are the wealthy people who sit in their homes and write checks on all day on Purim. And, and you could say, you could probably argue that they're doing the Rambam, meaning that even though they may have fancy stuff going on in their home, the amount of money they're giving out, you know, um, tens of thousands of dollars is going to exceed the amount that they spend. I, I, right. I do yes, think there are people, but but I, I think this point that you're raising, which is that maybe all of us, every one of us, should sort of de-emphasize 
I, I don't know if I'm so happy with taking away the Mishloach Manas. I, I, I can't disagree that we, we do need to do more for, for the community and that we're certainly not fulfilling this Rambam. But I do feel like there are benefits that we have from our current system of Mishloach Manas that I'm, I'm not so sure we should give that up. Oh, well, look, uh, the way I described it before, is it really um, like Mishloch Manas Ish It's done with such a perfunctory fashion, right? You come to the door. Here, here's yours. Oh, here's mine. There isn't. Does it, 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 do you really believe the way Mishloch Manas is done? It creates a connection. I made fifty of them. I, I, I didn't I make it for the Warch family. They are the exact same. The the Warch family, the Kivalevich family, the um. Right, they all got the same thing. Right, the the, the Reisman family, whoever came, who came to that, the Rosenberg family, whoever shows up gets the exact same thing. How can you say that? Oh, look, I showed you my kurvshaf. No, people say, oh, you know what Kivalevich had in his shlachmanus? No, that was a great kugel in there. Okay, there was there was there was great chocolate in there. But but did it really create reus? I don't. Yeah, know. I, I hear you, and I, and I think I think there are things that we can do to make the shlachmanus process better. But I don't know. I don't know if that means we should re- um, replace it or take away from it. Uh, and uh, there, there are the benefits to it. I would say let's teach people um, how well, to you know, well, well, Let me people... quote the Rambam again. Okay, right, right. right. Now, by Matanuslav Yoinim, he doesn't say. Okay, you have to give to two aniyim. I guess he doesn't need to say that because it's poshut. But he just, but he, gets, he says the opposite. He says Whereas when it came to meshloch um, monais, the Rambam says, look, you basically have to give to one person And if you do more, that's not bad. That's meshubach. We we think you're doing something positive. Um, so the, the Rambam is the Rambam. I can't argue with the Rambam. The Rambam clearly says that you should emphasize Matan Slavyonim. But but what you're suggesting, which is that the emphasizing of Matan Slavyonim should should be that energy, that time, that money should come from what we currently do for Mishlach Manas. Yes. So yeah, I mean, could we spend less on Mishlach Manas? Definitely. Does it need to be themed the way that we theme it? I, I think there's a benefit to it. I think the kids enjoy it. I think that, that there's... A, Something um, very modern about <laughs> the style of doing things, and maybe it's maybe it's picked up from other places. I, I, I'm I'm not sure whether you plan on going there in this conversation or not, but but maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But it in the end, it's it, it works. It works for our generation because for our generation, taking over a bowl of soup would not work. It wouldn't work the way that would have worked. Um, 50 years ago, where you go across the street and you drop off a bowl of soup and a, and a piece of chicken. Today, and what we need to do is a better job. We shouldn't do okay. a, a, a drop it oh, at, the, oh, oh. at the house and run. There should be, it should be a reus. There should be when you come so to should, someone. So you admit it should be less. I mean, uh, first of all, I would like to give, I would like to have Rachmanus on my wife. What am I going to create this year? What is it going to look like? And, and I see her, like you know, piling stuff into very special containers and freezing them and getting them ready for a night. I'm not a fan of stuffing socks, which is essentially what many people are doing. They're stuffing socks. It's, 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 that's not what it should be. That's for sure. And, and it's the, it's, it's also the person who gets it. All right. Let's talk about like one of the sticky. Oh, look at this candy cane. It's in the shape of 
of a Megillah. Oh, and then the, the fruit by the foot comes out as the Megillah itself. Oh, isn't that great? Oh, and look what's over here. Oh, it's 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 beef jerky that's in the shape of Haman, right? Or something like that. I, I'm making it up. If people want to use You're that, making that, me hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beef jerky, and then there's he's being jerked around with the with, with a piece of string. Yeah, look, and and then it's got this this big pretzel. It, it looks like the eights uh, of Hamisha Mama. All of that is nice and sticky, and it it's it's sort of themed. But again, you know, I, I'm expecting the Jewish Martha Stewart to do a video about it and say, right, or or somebody, right? This is it, it's home economics. It's not really about Reus, what I would say, Kalman, is pick four or five people, maybe people that you feel, listen to what I'm going to say here, that maybe you got a little bit of a sikhsuk with over the year, of someone that, you know, who cut you off in shul or whatever it was, or someone that, and specifically zero in on those people. Instead of saying, oh, I've got to give shulchmanis to everybody on the block. No, you don't. Take your five people, the same people you might want to call Erev Yom Kippur, and ask Mechila from. Those are the five you should send and say, look, I want to be Marbereus. This is a different day. And that's it. Five Shlachmonis should be enough. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to counter offer. You can do 20 Mishlachmonis, but two of them, I agree with you, two of those 20 should be people who you're going to directly intend to strengthen a connection that needs strengthening. I, I do think that the, w- w- this idea that you're suggesting is a wonderful idea. I think Mishlach Manus, Ish L'Reyehu, meaning that you should turn an Ish into a Reyehu. Um, I, 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 think that, I think that's a great idea. Go find someone who maybe you're at odds with a little bit. I mean, this isn't a comment. So why do, we need, why do we need the little Martha Stewart boxes? What do we need them for? It's fun. It's fun. And it gets the kids excited. Ask, and it's the covered one. the umtif. It's a heater. It's a heater for the mitzvah. It wasn't I, done. I, I, it's, it's a heater what? of the 20th century or the late or the early 21st I agree with you, century. but that's the world we live in. And the world we live in, themed boxes, it makes your Shlachmanis look nice. And that, that's a heater mitzvah. Why, why, why should there be... Why shouldn't there be an obligation to make this mitzvah look nice, especially since this mitzvah is so much fun to make look nice? Yeah, okay, so so you, you, what you're saying is we're going to take from the world at large, like like, like the Halloween theme, Christmas theme, Easter theme. We have a Purim theme done in a similar way, which is what you were talking about before. And I don't care about the fact that it comes from the non-Jewish world. I just feel that the expense involved is. Is, is 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 ludicrous and time is money time is money for sure right uh, I, I think it all depends on how it's done if your kids enjoy it and it becomes a process you know that's not time it's, uh, that's what are your kids wait wait it's time what, well spent what are the kids because the kids are helping make the, the kids, yeah the kids enjoy planning and and and, right. and putting together okay I, I, I'm saying, if what my kids case, what my kids not the case yeah. if it's a case where it's just some woman who's slaving till 4 a.m. because whatever, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. But but the, we're talking about the idea. The idea of this can be something that that um, kids enjoy and and it, it can, if done properly, enhance your porn. Okay, so I'm going to really counter on two ways. First of all, the amount of time it takes. Again, there are people, let's say yourself and myself, that people will come to our house, our students, people that we teach, but other people who aren't necessarily public figures who are doing this, 
spend hours driving around, d- dropping off shulchmanos. It's a traffic issue. It's a time issue. And the children, I remember when my kids were young, we would go out for two hours, three hours. What they enjoyed was being the delivery persons and getting money because they would knock on the door of that person, drop the box off, the person was home, and they would perhaps get a dollar or two. And that was, uh, maybe your children did the same thing. And that was the big hana, that they got money, right? right? But but it wasn't the idea, isn't this fun, what we're delivering, right? Shulchmanus, goodbye. It doesn't even have trick or treat in it. At least trick or treat, you know, there, there was an element of, of there's there's an interaction, right? Now you're right. Some of them get dressed up in costumes. We'll talk about that in a minute. But some of them get dressed up in costumes, and then they get asked, "What costume are you wearing? Who are you supposed to be?" Um, and, and, and there are kids who come with poems. There are kids who come with songs. All right. Yeah. Again, we do definitely want our children to to have a memory, and it should be something strong and and and, and vital. And of course, we see this in the Shulchan Aruch when it speaks about the Minhagim of Purim that they used to jump over these uh, hoops of fire on Purim, and it talks about all the types of uh, effigies of Haman they used to make and things like that. So we know yeah. that kids kids were always inventive in coming up with fun. Yeah. I don't, I, I, but I don't and, see this as fun. This is really a, a, a drag. A so drag. we need to make it fun. We need to make it fun. Don't throw out the the uh, don't throw out the okay. The, you know what I would say? The okay, look, I I don't know. Maybe what I would say is a a sort of a, a compromise between our positions is that 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 shloch, there should be a gzera. Look, shlochmanus will be done the hour after. Kriyas Megillah, everyone, please bring bring your stuff to the to the auditorium, and there's an hour of exchanging gifts. It sounds like the least Purim Purim <laughs> ever. That's not what, I driving I, I, around. I, come on, driving let's, around. Let's, let's let's go. Let's go back to the the the, the point of Purim. The point of the, of all these things is in order to um, enhance relationships that um that are out there so w- whatever the ishlareu is so uh, if i agree with you we're not doing a good job of using mishlachmanas that way as a way of promoting a greater sense of community and and brotherhood so maybe we need to do it that way but but what you're suggesting is going in the other direction from the purpose this is it's making it uh, more, much more of a all right everyone fulfill your obligation and go no, it's it's a time there'll be labadic music being played, and it's a time to meet everyone in the community. People come with their families, and you're expected to bring your shlachmanis bag, and you give it to the people around. To me, that at least would save time. Let's talk about something else for a minute. And, and I remember when I was a teacher in, I- in Ida Crown, the principal got up there and said, Matanas Lovionim is something that at the time of the rabbis or the time of the Rabbanan, was, we were, the world was filled with poor people. Today in America, we really can't be Makayim, even here in Chicago, which is where he was. You can't be Makayim Matanas Lovionim, so therefore we have options in Israel and I'm going to be taking the money. This was what he announced. I remember I went over to him afterwards and I told him, you know, there's a social service agency called the ARC and others. There are people who need it in this community as well. 
Um, and we should realize that we do have Evyonim, but I think there is an attitude, an idea that we don't have Evyonim around. Um, and maybe the, the definition of Evyo needs to be fine-tuned, but I think that's another change. In the time of the Rambam, who was writing, in the time of Chazal for sure, there was uh, consistent monies being given to indigent people who were coming into communities. Either they were there for a short amount of time or they were there long-term. Um, there was a knowledge of who the Evyonim were. Um, maybe that's one of the reasons why there's a problem in being Mekayim Matanas Levyonim. You're talking about big checks to yeshivas. That's usually what you were talking about, these ner- the, ner- the nursing homeowners. Well, I mean, the people who are coming around collecting are coming around collecting very often for themselves and, and whatever. You know, uh, for example, and myself, I'm, a, I'm appointed by a number of people to, to um, make sure that the Evyonim, uh, you know, typically it's not like, I mean, for someone who's handing out Matanas Evyonim, it's not like like I have to scratch my head and say, where in the world am I going to find an Evion and you know, pull out my little Sherlock Holmes magnifying glass? It, 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 they're everywhere. <laughs> they're but, everywhere. But, but, but in a way that isn't so obvious, right? In the time yeah, of Chazal, in the time of Chazal, was known who the Evionim were. And definitely right. the, 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 the community leaders and the community was so much smaller that the, the Shiva Tuve Ayir, whoever was in charge, they knew who the Evyonim were. There was, there was tzedakah that was given out uh, normally and regularly. I think today there's a little bit of a, of, of a sense, I, I don't know, because I don't know who the Evyonim are. There are people who live in nice homes who are Evyonim because they're in an underwater mortgage. They have expenses due to medical issues that they don't want to necessarily tell everybody about. And, and, and they could barely keep their head above water. Even though, and they're not mechuyev, as you know from the Mishnayis in, 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 in Peya, they're not mechuyev to sell their, their nechasim to do that, but yet they, they're living hand to mouth and are barely able to, to, to escape, you know, the, what in Israel would be debtor's prison, right? So, you know, it's possible that, you know, those are evyonim, but we, the Rabbanim know, but I think that's why it's difficult, the idea matanas levyonim uh, for many people. Uh, they they don't. What, what are you What are you suggesting? I mean, I, 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 I agree with you in, in terms of the, the situation is definitely very different. And even though there are avyonim, and and the solution, the simple solution, is to give it to someone who will dispense it for you. But but the it sounds like you're wanting every person to at least on some level fulfill matanas avyonim. What are you suggesting? Okay. Well, I, again, I always. There was a time that I was a gabai for Matanas of Yonim when I was in Chicago, because uh, I was connected to many of the social service agencies there, and I would make sure that they would get it. Uh, there are, of course, the Rabbanim know, and, and, and it's important for the Rabbanim to know the financial situations of people. It doesn't have to be out there publicly. Um, giving to the Rabbanim makes sense. Um, I just don't know how, I don't know how efficient it is. Um, you know, we we we, now, we do have this, uh, and again, we know Aniyei Eretz Yisrael are extremely important. But I'll, I'll tell you, Kalman, I'm a little bit uneasy because I, I have a sense that Eretz Yisrael Aniyim and the Tzedakah organizations based in Eretz Yisrael still look at America as the golden of Medina and say, "Yeah, give give us all your money." Right? They, I, I think there's almost an attitude that America, there's no Aniyim. It should all come to us. 
and, and there's a, a big publicity campaign, like, like my old principal thought, that the only way it's going to go is going to go to Eretz Yisrael. So yeah, you're going to... There's no cats in America. <laughs> and the streets are paved with cheese. Yeah, right. And, and right, you're talking about from, um, from Five Old Mouse, from American Tale? <laughs> anyway, he, here's the thing, though. I, 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 I think there's a disconnect when it's not in your city. That's my point. Giving tzedakah, it's got to be different. It, it can't just be, I gave tzedakah. We know even the term matana, evyoin, is different than um, the matan baseisel that's for tzedakah. Halachically, there's a lot of differences. Rishleim Hyman and others have, have delineated them. That there's, a, there's, there's many differences between these two mitzvahs. And I, 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 um, we know in evyoin, the Gemara says in Bava Metziah, he says, have, have, right? He's the guy that you probably want to shut the door on in other cases. He's the guy that wants to talk more. The one who says, hey, can you give me a little bit more? You didn't give me enough this time. Um, the Ani is someone who, who suffers nobly. There's an Indian, it would seem, and my friend Eitan Kobri wrote about this in his Sefer, Matame Mordechai. There's an Indian of maybe engaging with Evyoinim on Purim. I, I'm not sure how we can do it because of of, 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 of privacy issues and the way people are, are you know, people's under, sense of revealing things has, has become a lot different than it used to be. But I think that's part of why it isn't just this going to cost me more. There was a, a, a sense of satisfaction of Matana Slavyonim that I don't think we have today. Um, writing out a check, and like I said, let's assume it's going to be like the Rambam. Okay, I spent for my Suda uh, 600 hours. I, I made the little boxes that cost 500 hours. So I'm going to give 900 hours for Matana uh, Slavyonim. So what am I going to do? I'm going to call up the Rav or go on a website and make sure the money is given in Yerushalayim or Menebrak on Yudalot or Tezvot. Somehow, it does not fulfill the feeling of what Matanas of Yenim is supposed to be. Right? Do you agree? I hear you. I hear you. I think that um, I'm kind of torn between the two sides. We know that um, one of the reasons why when you give tzedakah through a Gavai tzedakah, one of the reasons why it's considered a higher level tzedakah is not just the anonymity of it, but the fact that you can't see the person you're giving to and you don't get that sense of satisfaction. It may, it, I hear you that maybe on Purim we do want that because right? the Torah tells you to give it. And, and there's something, there's a good feeling that you get, uh, um, a, a sort of feeling that I've done something good, I've done something really good. Maybe that's what we need on Purim. It's almost I agree like, with you. I agree with you. And here's here's kind of what I'm wondering. We started off saying that this year we need something more. We need something more. And I don't know if I have you know clear exactly what it is that we should do more this year, but I know for sure that every and maybe that's why it's not so clear to me. Maybe it needs to be different for all people. Uh, would you suggest that maybe this year people do a different kind of matanas lavionim in order to lift themselves up? I, is that what you're suggesting? 
or yeah. would you would you be in favor of such a suggestion even if you're not actually saying that? Okay. Well, the problem is is that we live in a society where um, people's privacy is crucial. Um, there's and, and people who are viewing them today. Um, maybe it's I'm wrong in thinking this, but I think that they are also saddled um, with uh, you know certain psychological barriers that make interaction, especially in a way that here, take this as a, um, they will react in a harsh manner. I wish that we would be able to do that. Yes, I believe the idea of just, just part of my mitzvah is to, uh, I'm going to go on a website or find the Gabbai and, 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 and put that money. I don't believe it makes you feel on Purim the, as if you are part and parcel of the Shechina, the way the Rambam says it. I don't think that happens. I hear that, but I also uh, think you're right about, about the fact that that may not be a practical option. So then what would be uh, a, a solution to, to I guess, maybe, maybe to both questions. Maybe how, how can, what can we do for the poor that would make us step up our Matanus Davionim, question one. And question two, what can we do for ourselves to make us step up our Purim? I, I, I could easily say every person should add Simcha. That's the way that you should add a little Simcha. All right, so I, instead, of, instead of getting the bottle of Simcha with only two liters, I'll get a bottle of Simcha with an extra 10%. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean I should add Simcha? Uh, am I not already trying to be as happy as I can on Purim? So, so clearly there's something more we need to do and um, maybe there is something that we can do even without interacting with the poor. Maybe some extra thing that we do for the poor. I don't know. What, 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 what would you suggest? Yeah, I, I sort of want to reach into my Yerushalmi bag and say maybe the Chodesh Asher Nepach and expand Purim. In other words, here's what I would say. Um, in the week of Purim, people should take time to volunteer for, let's say, as you know, here in the New York area, uh, although I say from Chicago, but you know what I mean. They have Masbia. You know what? They have the Masbia restaurants. The Masbia restaurants are restaurants where anyone can walk in and be treated to a beautiful meal and served, not in a way like they have to stand in line, like a soup kitchen style, but they are actually treated like they they are they come in and they 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 they, they get them covered. I think that what that could be one of the things during the week of other of, of, of from Zion other to Purim, or maybe from Rashidish other, families should be macabre upon themselves to do that type of avoda, even though and, and that will make them feel different on Purim. Because they will actually interact in a way where they don't push the privacy uh, push the privacy envelope, but they're doing more than just writing checks or right. They're actually getting involved uh, with Aniyim. They're doing the type of uh, of work. Maybe it's maybe it's is, work. Is there enough opportunity for this to be a movement? I, I, I'd say we would have to create such an opportunity. Uh, we, 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 have to, we, we, we know that other people are hired 
it, we know that working in the, in, the, in the Jewish service agencies, that, for example, a box, we know we send our children to do it. The adults should do it. We know we send our children as part of their chesed projects to help the Jewish uh, agencies box uh, Purim uh, packages for people. That should be done by everyone. Everyone, it should be a kol koire to do chesed begufay. And spend, I, maybe it can't happen on Purim, but maybe- it sounds, the, it sounds almost like you're suggesting that the rich people should go help the poor people buy and make boxes of Mishnah Manas. Okay, well, it's not boxes of Mishnah Manas that look cute. We're talking about chalas and bread, chalas and, and meat and other things. You know, before we sign, that's what I'm thinking. In other words, Matanus Lavyoinim in the time of Chazal and the time of the Rambam, it could be done on Purim itself because the cities were smaller, the sense of privacy was not as strong. Um, we knew where the Vyoinim were anyway, and it was almost like a way to build a Kesher like like Shalchmanis. We we societies become fragmented and too large, but maybe we need to expand the Purim season in a way that a person could get involved and do that. And I think that would give them the sense of time and effort and energy. Let's talk about something that we both really abhor in some ways. And that is that many of the yeshivas and, uh, and schools, agencies here, like um, the Amit, Mizrahi women, what they come up with is, hey, we know that to make these boxes is going to cost a lot of money and time. Instead, we'll send you a list of everybody in the community. You'll check a box. Each, each, um, each uh, person you check will be $5, $6, $7, whatever it is. And the person will receive a magnificent gift basket, depending on how many people are part of that list. And the gift basket will have attached to it a nice little letter. And on the letter will be all the people who contributed. Now, this has become quite a standard thing. I know that you are, are, are against it. Tell me why. Well, I mean, a, a number of reasons, uh, but primarily it's because essentially all it is is a fundraiser for the school, but it, it's not actually Mishnah Manas. It's, it's, it, number one, number one, it suggests the exact opposite of Mishlach Manas, which is instead of I feel close to you, therefore I'm going to connect with you. This is mamish. It feels like I feel close to you, but I don't want to connect with you. <laughs> and so I'm going to find something that fulfills my obligation to say that, you know, I've covered my base with you, but without needing to actually deal with you. It's, it's the exact opposite of Mishlach Manas. And literally the opposite. It's I want to check the box so that I don't, I don't have to put in the actual effort to actually connect with you. It seems almost silly in, in a sense to call it Mishlachmanas. Um, and I wonder if these organizations, just like the Surgeon General or uh, all the new diet fads say, this has not been approved by the FDA, should they write? You you do not fulfill the mitzvah mishloch manas by doing this. So make sure you do shloch manas in a normal fashion. Well, right? I think they they will probably argue that there are some halachic sources that would somehow be the average. But again, that falls into my previous argument of since when did we start looking for leniencies? 
especially of this kind. But 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 yeah, I I don't I don't I think that they don't because I don't think they think anyone thinks that it's Mishlach Mars. No, no, no. There are many people that do. There are many people that believe I'm too old to do this Mishlach Manos. Let the people just, I'm going to give the money to whatever organization is involved in this, and they'll see our name, and that'll do it. By the way, I want to tell you what this does. I mean, I don't know. You, you haven't really given your impression. I, do you disagree with my with my? I, 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 I have a great doubt, as I said, whether it's a kiyum in Moshoch uh, um, I, I, I think it's, I think those organizations were really tapping in to the frustration that I was t- that we started our program with, these are people who really have tired of doing this. The communities grew so so large, so because of that, they came up with this option, which worked incredibly. In fact, whoever in the community was doing it first, like in Chicago, I know Skokie Yeshiva was one of the first that was in that space. It's hard for anybody else to break into that space anymore, right? Or and maybe so what, what they've done is they've come up with these Purim cards, which is that instead of me sending I can buy a, a package of five or six, uh, five cards or ten cards that gives a donation to the organization, and I say in lieu of mishlach manas, in lieu of mishlach manas. Have you ever heard someone on Pesach night in lieu of matzah? <laughs> You know, matzah, you know, it's not so easy to for the digestive system. So I'm gonna have gummies. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have jellies. I'm going to have some I'm gonna have the fruit slices, yeah. Yeah, the fruit slices. So I think you're right in that if we were if 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 we're supposed to give Mishlachmans to 10 people and we're giving to 30, so if we replace those 20, really we should you're you had originally suggested cutting off those 20. And now you're suggesting at best be Yotze those 20 with Purim cards or or, or checking a box somewhere, because you, you, you shouldn't be giving them anyway. Is that what you're suggesting? Okay, I have a, no. What I say is I think these boxes, I think these baskets, look, the, 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 the Martha Stewart, as I called it, those should, that should, that should end. It should be replaced with five shlokmanas to the people who really you need to build a connection to. That's A. B, there's other ways to make fundraisers. I think that those uh, organizations that do the, uh, you know, will deliver it. What happens with those baskets? Those baskets sit there. You try to get to the more expensive little gishmaka items and you, you snack on them that probably isn't good for you. And then it sits there and then people bring them to their offices and getting rid of chametz within a couple of weeks. So it's mamish baltashkas. Think about that. Think about the baltashkas that's involved. No, right? I, I, I'm not. I'm- Argue that the person who drops off, you know, three hundred um, dum dum lollipops as part of their theme, who's going to eat three hundred lollipops by Pesach? And all you're doing is you create tremendous amount of waste. Right. I, Every yeah, I, and most I, homes are filled with because of these big baskets that arrive. Because let's say a person has forty people or fifty people that wanted to uh, contribute, so you end up with. An incredible amount of waste, and we know. Look, as 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 parents and grandparents, and maybe even of ourselves, this sugar and and calories is definitely nothing that uh, should be trumpeted as something very positive, right? It, it's one thing, as you say, a dum dum here, uh, a a, a there, 
It's another thing when you have yeah, so I, much of it. No, no one's going to be able to defend how crazy things have gone. But what I will say is, though, that things are supposed to be a certain way. And they're always going to be crazy because that's what Purim is. Purim is where people get excited and they overdo things. And so I don't think we've overdone things, even the waste. I don't think we've overdone things into a place where we've gone outside of what Purim is. I think we've just gone so far, gotten lost into it, that we've forgotten some of the fundamental elements of Purim. Meaning, I don't think we need to throw out what we're doing. I think we just have to realize that we're missing some of the points and that it should be about poor people. And, and so let's do more for poor people. It should be more about in, improving friendships. I, 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 think, I think if someone was to say to me, what can I do this year in, in order to promote Simcha? And I'll say this to all the listeners. I, I'd say take Rabbi Kivalevich's idea. Take five packages of food, not themed and whatever, five um, tokens of friendship, Go take it to five people who you're not as good friends with as you should be, or maybe you've had some issues, or maybe there's been some stress. Make the peace. Come out of Purim with five stronger connections than you started with. I think that's, that fits within the theme of Purim. But I don't think we need to throw out what we have in order to, to increase. A, I, I disagree. I think that unless we, unless we make these um, uh, str- surgical incisions and are or, or cut off whole pieces of the of the large intestine we are going to there's not enough time there's not enough time in the day and unless and there's uh, unless we cut this guy off and whether it means the um the uh, the, the themes the uh the agencies that you use to to send baskets to all of that really needs to be rethought and, and, and there's other ways to do it. And I think because this Purim is so short, as you get older, your sense of time, although sometimes it looks like I don't have any sense of time, but as you get older, your sense of, you realize how quickly the days evaporate. And I think that's really something that's important to realize that, that we don't have those energies. Let's, you're saying this is the Purim of the 20th century, of the 21st century, and that's just the way it is. COVID, yeah, I mean, COVID, I think better. it's allowed. COVID, COVID has allowed us to erase things. Let's 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 come. Let's have Purim come back stronger, more positive, and and let's and, and as you say, Kalman, as we started the image, let's let's have again the Masiba, the Masibas Purim, the Masibas Purim for communities. That needs to be thought about, worked on, uh, in a way that it really does lend itself to a bonding. Again, the Sudas Purim, perhaps that should be, maybe it makes sense in the COVID era to have smaller Sudas. Maybe that makes sense, especially in terms of the expense. But the Mesibas Purim, I think, is something that uh, more effort needs to go into it to make it more inclusive. I, you know, I, I don't know. We haven't talked about costuming. I'm not sure. You know, to me, um, maybe we'll leave that for next week in terms of uh, in terms of uh, appropriate costumes. That's a good topic for next week. So, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, as you, I will say that he has been my um, jolly simchadik, um, 
but always prescient and to the point, Chavrusa, Rabbi Kalman Warch. And uh, on the other side, the Tzaddik of the current generation, Rabbi Avram Kivalevitz. And, and by that, I mean you're telling everyone not to go to parties. <laughs> we should be Tzachem see you. Take care. Have a happy Rosh Chodesh Adar. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.